Hello and welcome to the part 2 of the Upcycling Beginners mini-series. In today's episode, we continue answering the question where and how to begin reworking clothing. Since I started doing talks and workshops on refashioning, this is something I've been asked a lot from creatives and sewers who had different level of sewing experience. So in the previous episode of the podcast, we began the part one of the mini-series. You learned about the three-step formula, which is directing you on what's important when looking for your upcycling project. Following the formula, start with what you have, do what you can and make what you love, increases the chances that you end up with a satisfying projects that you will actually love to wear. Today, we continue and here in part two of the Upcycling Beginners mini-series, I'll explain more about the process and how you could structure it and bypass the overwhelm by using a special designing tool. I just can't wait to share it with you. Hi, I'm Mariana, previously bridal and old duration professional, now turned fashion upcycler. And although new to podcasting, I'd love to share my experience and personal findings on reworking old into new. The art of refashioning is the place where we find answers to all the burning questions around transforming old and unloved clothing into exciting new styles to love and wear. My ultimate goal is to help more sewing creatives, just like you, to save good textiles from landfill and in the meantime, enjoy one of the best creative outlets you could ever find. When I was preparing this episode, I found something that one of the judges in the Great British Sewing Bee, a reality show on BBC, Patrick Grant, said. A shout out for Sam from frugalissima.com who wrote about this and this is where I found it. So I'm going to paraphrase what Patrick Grant, the judge of the Great British Sewing Bee, said. Right now on the planet, we have enough clothing to clothe the next six generations of the human race. Now, I think that even after so many years of daunting statistics, how devastating is fashion industry in the last couple of decades, still these kind of statements are really shocking. That's why we need to realize that we have power as individuals and makers. Every time you choose to make something out of old piece of clothing, you are making a positive change to the world. One single project at a time. And that deserves respect. So without further ado, today here in part two of the Upcycling Beginners mini-series, we continue to answer the big question where to start and today we're going to look at some main strategies and particular upcycling techniques. In more details, you'll hear why I find this designing tool that I'm going to talk about so helpful 
and how can benefit you and your refashioning process. We'll go also through the main strategies to upcycle and we'll mention the six particular upcycling techniques that you can use. Along the episode, you'll also hear about example projects to demonstrate the techniques, which projects you'll be able to check on the website ecofashionsewing.com. Now, because I know it's hard to keep all the information at the top of your head, next week, with the last part 3 of the mini-series, you'll also be able to find a downloadable PDF on the website that has all the information, examples and links. So that's on the website, ecofashionsewing.com, with the next week episode. Now, knowing all that, let's dive into the interesting part and let's talk why I think this is really helpful. So when you ask where to begin, you're not just looking to answer the question in general, right? If you want to play without having any idea where you're going to get at the end, yes, why not? But most times you would want to justify your time and efforts and possibly money if you decide to add more material streams or notions to your current project, right? Therefore, being more considerate what exactly to make just makes more sense. You want to make something for your style, for your body shape something unique and interesting from your perspective and something that will complement your wardrobe, right? So the planning stage really becomes an important initial part of the process. Here is what Jackie, who usually uses patterns to sew her own clothes, shares. Because I sew, I think I can adjust anything to fit me, so I do waste my time, money and energy trying to upcycle clothes. Now I have two bins of half-finished clothes that I want to use in other ways because I will not wear them as is and don't want to waste. And this is how she continues. My challenge is in the planning stage being creative in how to adjust and reuse clothing for my own unique style. So you can see that often it's not really about how exactly to sew a seam or make a finish. That information even scattered you can most of the times find in books or online. On top by practicing sewing over time you learn these kind of things. But what's not available and easy to grasp? is what Jackie described. Here is how another creative, Rochelle, who makes clothes, gift items, jewelry and other items with her sewing machine, explains it. I find it hard going beyond just cutting and adding fabric, being truly creative and high fashion without being too out on a limb. So you can see that what we're talking about is not about being new in sewing. But I want just to add to those who are relatively new to sewing. Please don't walk away from the episode because even if you don't feel confident in your sewing, let alone to have experience in uh, using patterns and sewing clothing, I encourage you to stay put because while practicing your sewing, here you'll be able to learn how to tackle clothing and make something real good out of them. And 
I won't get tired of saying this, that to be successful in refashioning, you actually don't need necessary those dressmaking and pattern drafting skills. Just keep up with me in this upcycling beginners mini-series. Now that you know that even if you saw for a long time you could stumble, let's see how the designing tool I'm talking about could help in these initial stages of the process. First, I want to clarify that when I'm talking about designing tool, I refer to the list of different upcycling techniques that I'm going to share with you. Every technique is described shortly in this list and whenever possible has some example projects. In the Upcycling Beginner Starter Kit, the downloadable PDF that I've mentioned, you'll have a link to a longer list of techniques. However, for today's episode, I want you to focus so I picked the most popular and those that I find are working well in the refashioning. What I recommend you is to start with these techniques that we're mentioning in the episode and later on, if you want, then expand by using the longer list of upcycling techniques. Okay, so now you know that this list of upcycling techniques I call the designing tool I'm referring to. And this is how I usually use it. I usually use it in the initial stage of the process when figuring out what exactly to do with a piece of clothing. So whenever I want to rework an item of clothing, I simply open the list and go over the different possibilities. It's quick and easy and I just love it. So depending on the strategy I want to take on board, I'll talk about the two main strategies just in a minute. I am considering the different techniques and how exactly I would like to transform the initial garment. I love to use this designing tool because it is something tangible you could use in this very initial stage of the process. It makes all the wondering and hesitation disappear. No more long hours of researching what exactly you could do. The general idea is right there and it helps you imagine whether this would work in your situation. You see, that's the most important, your situation, not how clever is someone else's idea. By using the designing tool at these early stages when refashioning, you get a clear direction how to redesign the piece. What's really great is that by eliminating long hours on gathering information and then considering whether you're going to use it or not, you actually can focus on something more important. You're able to immediately go further and check things like, is this really going to work for you? Is it your style and preference for clothing in general? You have more time to visualize and really consider if the project will work for you instead of just starting doing it and abandoning it in the middle. I'm not saying that you will be 100% sure that you're not going to abandon the piece in the middle of the process. That happens sometimes. But by having more time and being able to focus at the beginning of visualizing 
and realizing is this really going to fit your wardrobe style and clothing preference you actually increase the chances to get better and more successful project at the end and the other quick thing i wanted to mention before going to the strategies and techniques is that this kind of structuring of the refashioning process is something that you won't be able to find in textbooks. So this information I'm talking about is entirely based on my experience and my observations, what works best. It's not something you can find in textbooks or online. In one of the previous episodes of the podcast, I shared with you how much I want to see such kind of program and that I am working towards building and creating a program around upcycling clothing. If you're interested, the best way is to subscribe to the website ecofashionsewing.com so you will get the message when the program is out. Okay, next up, the two main strategies to approach refashioning. Now, so far, you probably already know that upcycling is a complex topic. There's so much going on and could be quite overwhelming when you initially start looking for ideas what to make. I found that one big separation makes things much more easier to grasp. It gives the big picture in an elegant and simple way and helps you quickly to go into the designing stage. So there are two distinctive strategies when it comes to clothes upcycling. Strategy one is the garment strategy and strategy two is the creative upcycling strategy. Let's talk about the first one. The garment strategy is when an item of clothing needs fixing, alteration, or it's boring and you want to change the style. Anything from mending, appliques, decoration, surface redesign, dyeing the garment and similar alike. Here is also when you want to change the size of the garment or do any conventional alterations or sometimes a bit more creative enlarging of the size. Whatever is wrong with the garment and you can't wear it or you don't want to wear it as is and yet you want to keep the overall look of the initial garment is falling into the garment strategy. So by taking the direction of this strategy, you're not cutting up the garment to use parts of it or just to get use of the fabric. And this is the main difference comparing to the next strategy. So the second strategy, the creative upcycling strategy, is when you go beyond the initial garment and you use it only to create completely new piece out of it. Here you use the initial garment mostly as a material. But you'll see in some of the techniques that fall in this strategy that you could repurpose the entire initial garment by keeping it all intact, but rethinking it in a really creative new way. The key word in this second strategy is creativity. So 
anything unconventional, unexpected, ingenious and so on. But that doesn't equal shocking, okay? So you could be quite stylish and evergreen if you wish by using this creative upcycling strategy. It's just something that it's not mainstream in the making world. I'm going to give specific examples with the techniques that represent this strategy. But what I want to mention is that if you're new to upcycling, regardless of how long you sew, reworking clothes creatively is actually not that easy at the beginning. But this is normal when you start. So don't be discouraged. It is something that over time you can build and you can get better at. Creative skills, as we mentioned in episode 3, are something that you can develop. And hopefully some of the techniques that I'm going to mention here are going to speed up the process for you. So now knowing the two main strategies, let's see the particular techniques that represent them. I've picked three techniques for each strategy. First up, the three techniques in the garment strategy. We mentioned that anything mending, appliques, decorating or resurfacing the existing garment falls into the garment strategy. Of course, refashioning usually is making a garment prettier, but in more general terms, technically, anything mending or altering is actually falling into the garment strategy. You could also dye or print onto the initial garment and this is still the garment strategy. When you change the size, like for example, when you do alterations in a conventional way to reduce the size, or when you go more creative to resize and enlarge a garment, that is still the garment strategy because you're focusing on this one item of clothing. You might want to make the legs of pair of jeans that you own longer as well. So this is also the first strategy. In general, everything that is focusing on this one item of clothing could fall in this garment strategy. Moving on to the particular upcycling techniques in this strategy, I picked the most popular and those that I find are really effective and work well when you refashion. So the first technique is embellishment and decorations. This technique, it doesn't change the garment. It just adds on to the surface of the garment. It could be because there are holes or marks or any spots and overall discoloration, rips and so on. So you could fix things by using this technique. Embellishment and decoration is also very good to simply add personality to a boring mainstream garment you no longer wear. When you think of a garment, the color is more or less fixed, the print or the pattern too. All things that you usually can't control, right? Therefore, adding an embellishment is so exciting. You can control it and depending on your style and choice, you can customize it and make unique piece that will fit perfectly to your wardrobe. 
When you decorate an existing garment, you can add buttons, beads, appliques, reverse appliques, patches and decorative hand or machine embroidery stitches. Some crafters include ribbons, embroidery, texturized yo-yos like this gathered circle decorations, also sequins, braids, charms, photo pliques and so much more. You can also decorate with pockets, zippers and other clothing elements for one-of-a-kind makeover. In this technique, I'm going to link to two of my projects. The first one is feminine refashion of shirt and skirt set. The shirt was one color, just light brown color, and the skirt was multicolor with a floral print. I used pieces from the multicolor print to embellish the shirt and then I used laces to embellish the skirt so you will be able to see how mixing both materials and adding some laces of course it just makes the entire outfit to look more complete and like they've been planned as an outfit. The other project is the yellow shirt refashion. I mentioned this project previously on the podcast but here I just want to show you how you can use the second uh, material to create the embellishment. So I used an existing um, seam from the initial men's shirt that I add as a trim to the new refashioned shirt. So if you follow the link on the website, you'll see the entire project and what exactly I did to it. It's just a good way to display how even leftovers can be used as add-ons and embellishment to your project. Next up, restyling with doilies, laces and crochet material. Although this is actually another type of embellishment, I want to separate it as a individual technique because it's a little bit more different. It has special power to transform the initial item into a romantic, feminine, one-of-a-kind piece. So you can use these kind of materials to create the look by just adding embellishment on the surface of the existing garment. But you could go in another direction as well. You could use these materials just to extend, for example, the length of a hem of a skirt or a sleeve. So you could use uh, these materials on different kinds of clothing and for different kinds of purpose. Not just to embellish, but also to alter and update the look. I love restyling with doilies, laces and crochet material because you could stay within the norm and yet make it unique by using trims, materials and notions within just one color. And here I have great example that you might know from other episodes of the podcast. And this is the blue cardigan refashion that I have on the website. I'll link in the show notes of this episode to the uh, two videos and uh, what exactly was the project. I used just mainstream blue cardigan to which I added lace trims and extended the three quarter to full sleeve. So I also added on the hem and added um, a collar from the same color rabbit fur scarf. So all these additions to the piece actually completely transformed it. So you can see the whole project on the website again equalfashionsewing.com. 
going back to the technique restyling with doilies, laces and uh, crochet type of materials, you could of course use contrasting colors to add to the piece. To show you example of contrasting colors uh, with white laces and cut out crocheted pieces, I have a summer dress makeover tutorial on the website. So I used teal dress as the main and then I added white laces and crochet cutouts to enhance the look. So, so far I found that really working either within one color but with different textures or with making one color to pop with um, addition of uh, white and uh, lighter laces and crochet materials or dollies, these two actually really work well for me. But of course these are just two examples, so don't be afraid if you love color just to go multicolor with this and apply doilies and laces on multicolor prints for instance. Remember that it's always your choice and the best is just to go with your style preferences. Okay, moving on to the last technique in the garment strategy, creative upsizing. Well, creative upsizing is one of my favorite because it gives you the chance to use clothing pieces that are so favorite, but unfortunately those over the years become too small in size so they don't fit anymore. But don't be so quick to throw away or donate these favorite pieces. Because with creative upsizing you can save them and turn them back in your wearable wardrobe. Opposite to downsizing, which is conventional alterations where you make bigger piece smaller to fit your body, upsizing requires thinking outside of the box, so to speak. Upsizing could help you increase the size of a garment up to two or sometimes more sizes. But keeping in mind that when the size gets bigger, the body changes not only horizontally, and a bit vertically, but also on the armholes, so it needs a lot of reshaping. And that's why I personally don't recommend to try to enlarge a garment too much, especially when it has sleeves. That's just on the side note. So upsizing is certainly more challenging, as we said, comparing to other techniques in the first strategy. Often you need to ignore some rules and norms that you have in the traditional dressmaking in order to upsize a piece. One big example is a leather jacket that I refashioned but first I upsized. Over the years this jacket of mine became really tight. Horizontally it needed another 10 centimeters. So if you look the traditional dressmaking and pattern making in order to create bigger size, you need to add uh, just a couple of centimeters so you increase every garment piece equally. But because tearing up leather jacket and then putting in again was really daunting task and I didn't want to tackle that, it was just impossible to do. So what I did is instead I added a panel just at the front which is the center front of the jacket. So I removed the zipper, which was the initial closure of the jacket and added a panel, which was 10 centimeters wide. 
which means I added up to two sizes more. If you think doing it this way, it's not at all by the rules, but was enough to fit the new width of my body. Another example project is the tutorial how to upsize a fitted shirt on the website. So in this case, I added two panels that I took from the sleeves of the initial shirt and added the needed material to make up to the new size. The link to this article will be in the show notes of this episode as well. So now, although this is an upcycling technique within the first strategy, upsizing requires a bit more experimentation and sometimes it's a bit fiddly, especially if you try to fit it on yourself and doing it your, on your own. So it's quite tricky when you're trying to add panels. That's why if you're quite new to upcycling, just keep up with it because it's certainly a great way to get more creative. All right, talking creative, let's move on because next up is the creative upcycling strategy and the examples of more creative techniques. We said that creative upcycling strategy is when you go beyond the initial garment. Sometimes you use the complete garment or just pieces of it to create a new piece. But sometimes you might use just the material to put something entirely new together. The first technique that I want to mention within this strategy is patchwork and paneling. Now, patchwork is well-known traditional method of stitching geometric fabric pieces in variety of patterns. It's very popular in the quilting world. But in recent years, I see this technique more and more in upcycling, either homemade or in fashion industry designers' work. If you work with really small pieces, patchwork could be a bit fiddly and yet gives you a lot of freedom to play around and be more creative. The technique is perfect for upcycling because utilizes different fabric scraps and leftovers, big or small. Some of the applications that you can see is when patchwork is used to make the new cloth and then this material is used to create new garments by conventional pattern drafting. So you could do either patchworked sleeves or completely new skirt. And this is a great way to utilize small leftovers. Sometimes patchwork from leftovers is used to extend a hem or add width and upsize the garment, like we said for laces and doilies materials. So patchwork is definitely another great way to make creative upsizing. You can combine interesting scraps, leftovers and remnants with similar fabric weight, drape and handling properties. Use pieces within the same color family to create stylish or subtle look or play with multiple colors to create more drama. All this makes patchwork really limitless when it comes to upcycling. Well, somewhat traditional in the quilting world, this technique is in the 
creative upcycling strategy because it requires a bit of creativity how to combine colors and make the design look aesthetically beautiful and appealing. But it's also very versatile where to apply it and how exactly to build up the new piece. Because if you think, you can get really creative where and how exactly to use it to make the new look. So on one side of the coin, you have more freedom to decide how to use it. But on the other side is that it's more challenging. So you need to consider different things to really make it work. Now, keep in mind that we're going to talk more about working with colors outside of this mini series. So stay put and subscribe if you want to hear about these episodes to the website. Talking about creativity, moving on to the next technique within the creative upcycling strategy. And this is the technique one new from two or more old. This technique takes combination on an entire new level. You can create a pleasant, unique combination from two or more clothes that you no longer wear as is. So in these cases, make sure that the fabrics work well together. For example, they have similar drape or all materials have similar washing and care requirements. Another way is to ensure that they will work together for the season. So, for example, if you take a sweater, make sure that you're combining it with something that will keep you warm too. Now, the colors could be different depending on your taste, but they should create balanced final look. You could make more harmonious look using neutral colors like beige, navy, gray, brown, darker shades of classic colors, white or black and so on. Or you can create eye-catching contrasting look if that's your style. So you can develop a contrast by using materials with different texture, soft and fluffy sweater with a flat knit wool material or you can create contrast by using light and darker shades of contrasting colors. Usually contrasting colors sit opposite to each other on the color wheel. So example for more subtle look is the men's button down shirt refashion that I've got. I actually used one of the Paganunu upcycle patterns to make this refashion. I used three men's shirts to make one woman's shirt and was a, sort of a tunic shirt because it was a bit longer. The point is that in this refashion I used light blue and light pink shirts that I combined together and all this made really nice and soft feminine look. Despite that I used blue, it was very soft sort of a baby blue so not really masculine color. Talking about eye-catching contrasting look, I actually don't like too much of a contrast, especially contrast with colors, but I have um, an example for you and this is the tutorial how to design and sew zero waste one new from two old. There I combined sleeveless top uh, that was um, very rich pink color with a multicolored top. 
So in combining two or more garments in one, you could go really creative. But in this pink project, I added from the second top, the multicolored top, I added the bodice of the top as a skirt. And from the rest of it, I created new sleeves for the initially sleeveless pink top. In this project, the main link was the pink color. In the multicolor top, I had similar kind of color and using that same color really made the cohesive final look of the new garment. Okay, moving on to the last technique, the upside down technique. Definitely one of my favorite creative techniques. So we said that anything that reuses the material or pieces of the initial garments falls into the creative upcycling strategy. And from the previous episode, part one of the mini-series, you might remember what Cindy, who is a quilter, asked me once. Let me remind you. Cindy said, I don't know how to start. Do I rip clothes apart and use the resulting fabric with a pattern? Now, for anyone who knows that dressmaking exists or who knows how to use patterns to sew their own clothes, this is the first idea that comes up to mind when they think of refashioning. This way of reusing material from existing clothes is actually something that it's normal to come up in mind. That was something that I thought when at the beginning I started refashioning, I just figure out, okay, I'll use two men's shirts to make woman pants. Why two men's shirts? Because I just didn't think that one man's shirt will give me enough fabric. I have the tutorial for this pants, so you will be able to see the final result. But what I mean is that after creating these pants, I actually saw how much I have left over. I had so much material that was very small pieces, some random pieces, and was really hard to utilize it in another project. And that made me thinking that there is so much leftover material when you use this conventional way. So therefore, later on, I developed a pattern for woman's pants just from one man's shirt. And some of you already heard about this project. So I'll make sure that I post a photo on the website of these pants because I don't have a separate article on it. But my point is that with this technique, I was able to utilize just one man's shirt and have almost no fabric left over from this project. So it was almost zero waste, which is great. Going back to the upside down technique, let me explain exactly what it means. So the overall idea of this technique is to take a whole garment or most of the times patterned pieces of the initial garment like sleeves, for example, and without changing it too much to reinvent it and repurpose it into the new design. So one of the examples I already mentioned is woman's pants made out of one man's shirt. In this case, I used the sleeves as is and just added from the shirt's body to create the upper part of the pants. 
this project really required a bit of knowledge to adjust pants and alter them and fit them to sit well. So this was a bit more advanced project. But the upside down technique could be used in a much simpler way. So you can take the initial garment, tilt it, turn it, and sometimes literally upside down to check if you can see whether you can use it in a different new way. It's definitely thinking out of the box. And I have to stress that at first, this technique could be a bit challenging. So it might not give you really good results and you might not find it too productive. But this is just because you need some practice, like with sewing. I can say one thing, that if you're after a truly creative challenge, one of a kind, you're definitely going to love this technique because the results sometimes could be really amazing and satisfying creative transformations. Let's talk about example projects now because that's the way to visualize it. So on the website, I'll link to those examples. You just need to go to ecofashionsewing.com and there to the podcast in the menu and find the episode 7, which is the current episode. There, I'll link to a video where I explain the concept with some examples. One good project to explain the upside down technique is making a skirt from men's wool vest. So you remember this old style men's vest from knit wool material. So they're not really thin, but not actually thick as a sweater. So when you turn this kind of vest upside down, and if you have double hem, you can insert elastic, or if it's a single hem, you can just sew elastic to the hem, and this instantly becomes the waist of the skirt. The new hem could be reshaped, or sometimes you can just add more material. And this is exactly what I did. I added new material to the new hem in one of my projects. So this is the recycled polka dot set where I created this kind of skirt. And for the top, I used leggings. I've got a video where I in details explain how I've made the top from leggings, but you will be able also to see the cute polka dots and how exactly they tidied up the design and created the outfit. So definitely if you're interested in upside down and more creatively rethinking clothing, you should go and see more about these pieces. Another style is the upcycled men's jacket. So that was a tailored jacket, really nice tweed jacket, which I turned into sleeveless woman's jacket. In this case, to create the overlapping front of the new woman's jacket, I used the two sleeves of the men's jacket. So another interesting piece when you think of upside down and more creative refashioning. I truly love this upside down concept because this is how I actually created my upcycle collection, which some of you who followed me for a while already know about. In this collection, I also have other pieces like pinafore dress, which I created from men's shirt and also the trousers that I've mentioned from one men's shirt. I will link to the article with the collection 
so you have a better look at the pictures. Now, these techniques that we mentioned are not the only one, definitely. And that's why to give you more options to consider, I will link to the longer list. But also I want to add that you might be already seeing that you can use more than one technique when you're refashioning. For example, you might want to upsize a piece and then to add some embellishment just to make it more stylish and to update the look. I often use embellishment as a final technique to finish off a piece. But it's not necessary because it might not suit your style. Just a note for you to know that you can definitely combine two or more techniques to rework an article of clothing. So hopefully what I've mentioned at the beginning makes more sense that this list of techniques is actually a designing tool that can help you to go over the possibilities what you could do with the garment and help you move on quickly to the actual designing stage for this particular piece of clothing. So here we talked about the strategies and the techniques. We covered those that are most interesting, most useful and really popular upcycling techniques. Within the strategy one, the garment strategy, we mentioned the embellishment and decorations and then the restyling with doilies, laces and crocheted material where you can make a really feminine and romantic look. Then we mentioned the creative upsizing where sometimes you really need to step over the traditional and conventional rules of how to upsize a garment. Then Within the second strategy, the creative upcycling strategy, we talked about the techniques patchwork and paneling, one new from two or more old, and we mentioned the upside down technique. I hope this overview over the techniques will give you a heads up to what you could do. But keep in mind, in the last part three of the upcycling beginner mini series, we're going to talk about your wardrobe and how you can use the three pound system to find your upcycling project from what you already have at home. Thank you so much for listening and for your creative company today. I can't wait for the next episode. I'll meet you next week. Bye for now.